All right, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive, etc., dude. This we got a young whippersnapper today who's been bumped up to first half duties. He's no longer the optional second half of the podcast, or some people consider the half of just me optional. I guess it depends what you're into, but the Irish Wolfhound is here in a big way. Risen from the ashes. Risen from the ashes, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, you've been chatting up girls. You know, risen them. Risen them. No, I would never use that word, but I also haven't been chatting up girls. You you use riz sometimes. Do I? The other night I said, what did you get up to last night? And you said, I was just risen some sluts. Okay. All right. I walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I've been doing quite the opposite. I've been lying in bed, listening to Louis C.K. interviews, being like, mm, I wish I had a girlfriend for these four days and I'm sick. Yeah, he's been sick. But mate, I don't want to. I was, oh yeah, I don't want to start negative, brother. But anyway, mate. All right, banter aside. Okay, Jesus Christ, guys. Sorry about the bloody, the the blue stuff up top. Exciting stuff. Rowan Arneal, stand-up comedian. Mm. He's here. He's doing his first ever solo hour of stand-up comedy. A big moment in any comedian's career. Mm, sure. I'm a marketing genius now. I'm turning into a mark. Did you see I did? I uploaded another TikTok that TikTok that like bombed horrifically. I think I did. Yeah. Oh, not good, mate. Not good. What was it? A stand-up bit or? Oh yeah, they didn't like it. TikTok was not my friend. Dude, how crazy is it when like that video you did of just you smoking a joint, talking to the camera, <laughs> gets like a hundred thousand views, and then this bit you've worked on that was like filmed by someone and edited, it gets like oh, seven. Just <laughs> crushing around town, just crush city. And then bang, mate, that was the, that was my final day of sickness I used to upload a TikTok. Yeah. Well, mate, you'll find out quickly that la- laughs in the, in the room don't mm. always resonate with laughs on the, uh, on the internet, as it were. Mate, if the Chinese government's going to have all my fucking data, throw me a few likes. Dude, how funny would it be if, like, the, the end result of this TikTok data mining Chinese conspiracy mm. thing where they got everyone's info... Mate, if the end result is that I play an arena in Shanghai. <laughs> I'd love that. Dude, have my data, brother. Oh, yeah. Well, I, even just, let's just fill out the Marrickville. Let's just fill out a little factory theater. You're right, mate. Sorry, that's me. That's yeah. me going big picture yeah, yet again. big picture. But, mate, I mean, I'll let you, mate, promote the show. Give us some of your famous marketing right now. Well, that is that is one of the main issues is that I'm I'm not a very good marketer. I'm, but I'm now. Oh, sorry. I put the marketing hat back on. I'm a king, king of marketing. King of marketing, mate. Very funny show. I wrote down all the bits. Turns out I got heaps of material. So, are you are you actively advertising the fact that this show will contain laughs? Big time, mate. Good laughs. I've been I've been running this shit around town. There big, you go. Big laughs. I'm just not from a marketing background. I need a Billy Darcy big brother in my life. Yeah. Rowan came down from his bedroom the other day with his notebook. He said, fucking hell, mate. There's a few laughs in this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I uploaded an Instagram the other day and just of like mates and stuff. And I went to tag like four of my closest friends that were in a photo. And I realized none of them have Instagram. Oh, really? None of them. Out of four. Oh, yeah. Well, are people getting off Instagram? Mate, if you can, get the fuck off it. If lying down for four days has taught me anything, is that I'm fucking viciously addicted to Instagram. Dude, Instagram is bad. Yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with it. If 
I just can't let anyone see my reels. It's too revealing. Oh, see, I can't even go on reels. I can't go on reels <laughs> or TikTok. Dude, I am literally up to my fucking nuts with just standard JPEGs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even ready for reels. Like, I just find it... It's just such a time waster. I know. I will, <laughs> just have a little bit of Aaron Chen, Chen money and just put your phone in a locked box and just not deal with it. Oh, it'd be oh. unreal. Oh, my God. Dude, before stand-up comedy... We'll, get, we'll come back around to talking about your hour. But before stand-up comedy, I was like one of those weirdos who didn't have social media. Yeah, same with me. I was so late to Facebook. I, I only got Instagram like three years into comedy yeah, because too. of comedy. <laughs> yeah. I never had MySpace. I never had MSN. Oh, I was I, like a we- I was a weirdo. I was out there doing it. I was running a mark on MSN. Really? Yes. Oh, it- yeah. I was a little bit of cyberbullying from Arneel on MSN. I just never understood how to even get it. Oh, this is a pretty good MSN story. I am in year seven. I um was just fucking around after school on MSN, and um, someone had set up my account for me. Someone's always got to set up my account for me. Um, and I was adding this guy. I used to I went to I played footy with him primary school to some like random MSN chat, and then just kind of like taking the piss with like a there was a woman and a mate that I was chatting to at the time, and then the next I just completely forgot about it, and then the next year. He started at my school, and the first day, I just find out that this kid just wants to bash me. You're kidding. And he's, like, hella connected. <laughs> all the all the DY lads are, like, real close with oh. him in the older years. So, I just I just oh. get the message. That- dude, dude, to hear lads, DY, and older in the same <laughs> sentence, that is giving me PTSD, brother. And I'm just a little year eight boy with shorts too big. That- and, you've, and you've cashed some tickets on fucking MSN that you cannot back up. I cannot, but I immediately just start to not. I'm like, I've, ne- I've never mugged anyone off on MSN. That's crazy. Also, this is before we knew that you could face the consequences for what you've said on the internet. Exactly. I def- I didn't think I'd face him in a bashing. I thought you might like be rude to me if I, for some reason, saw him again. Do you think he moved to your school purposefully to to settle the score? <laughs> no, I do think it was more of a public school in the catchment area sort of thing. Okay, but I think he well, was excited about it mate, for sure. To be honest, yeah. If he's if he's, I love a scenario where his parents go. You can go to any school on the Northern Beaches. And he goes, Bally Boys. And they go, any reason? He goes, oh, I've got my reason. I've got to settle the fucking score, yeah. bro. Oh, no. Not that There's sort of thing. There's this family. surfy kid's doing a little bit too much laughing for mine. <laughs> yeah, actually, talking shit. And, I was, and my mate that was in the group, the chat at the time that had been there, I was like, just denying it to everyone. I was like, just- does he not know it's you? Was your username like Frog seventy one or something? Oh no, it was it was it was definitely Rowan underscore rugby at hotmail.com. So so <laughs> um so I, it was clear, but I just denied, denied, denied. And then my mate was like, Oh no, I was there, I was in that chat. It was him, it was him. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. And so the kid who wanted to bash you, mm. I know he's connected and respected, but as far as him as a standalone opponent, is he bigger than you at this point? Oh, yeah, but also, like, the way that, like, people from a more more troubled background have a hell of a lot more heart. A few older brothers and a few older lads, mate. Um, so, I just, I just refused the fight and just avoided everyone at any possible location until it all blew over. That's what you got to do. You can't go to the Oval and try and talk it out. As mate, soon as you... you- as soon as you walk across the road, over the fucking road to the ho- to the Oval, you're fucked. Dude, the Oval is honestly just an octagon in disguise. Oh, my Stay God. Stay away from the Oval if you don't want to throw hands. 
Dude, there were blokes who, who had no beef with anyone who would end up scrapping on the Oval. Dude, my mate went to go watch a fight between like, and it was two different schools. He went to go watch the fight. And then the guy from his school didn't show up. And then he ended up fighting the other guy. <laughs> he just stepped <laughs> Short notice opponent. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, well, there's 60 kids in a fucking park. Someone's got to fight. Dude, remember, I remember hearing like Queensy Bridge, 4 p.m. Friday. Yeah. Oh my- You'd be like, oh. <laughs> Dude, Friday's a good day to fight someone if you don't want to fight them. Because then the weekend, if you don't rock up, the weekend, it blows over. Yeah. And the weekend in like 14-year-old time is like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mate, if I want to kill you, I'm not a violent man. Yeah. I've been in one fight, which I lost handsomely. <laughs> but I'm saying that if I'm 13 and we have a fucking problem on a Friday mm. afternoon, on Monday, I probably can't even remember who you are. Yeah, exactly. I was just waiting for the weekend. Yeah. I've had, I've had a few high school incidents where you're just like- Iron down Friday afternoon so bad. You're like, i got to get the fuck out of this place. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I mean, I was always tiny in high school. So, no, I never really got in any beefs or anything. One one surfy bloke wanted to bash me once. And I think I honestly just asked him not to. Because <laughs> he was way bigger than me. Like, yeah, it would have been crazy, yeah. dude. I was like five foot seven in like year 10. Like, I just don't, I just don't trust myself. Also... Everyone that's ever wanted to fight me, I never have anything against them apart from that they want to fight me. Here's the thing, dude. The guy who wanted to fight me, I'd never even spoken to him. He just didn't like me. <laughs> he just didn't like me and was like, yeah, I'm sick of this kid, like, just fucking running his mouth 24-7. Did you shut up for a little bit after that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of weeks, and then I was like, huh, "Looks like this bitch isn't doing anything about it." But mate, let's just circle back around uh, if we can. Mate, bit of stand-up comedy. Bit of stand-up comedy, mate. You're doing your first hour. Seventh- I'm opening as well. Oh yeah, seventh, ninth, and tenth of September. Oh, did we end up? Did we say what it is? Um. Oh yeah, because you, you, I asked you to, and you said you're so bad at marketing. Oh, it's a stand-up comedy show. Yeah, yeah, but so it's September 7th, 9th, and 10th Oh, nice. in Sydney. In Sydney. Factory Theatre. Tickets are too cheap. I'll say that. I had a, I had a sticky beak before, mate. I mean, have some pride in yourself as well, far also, as these ticket prices. If, if you don't respond to the emails, they just set your ticket prices for you. Well, that it, must be what they think of you, mate, because you are giving these things away. Yeah, I am giving these things away. Um, but also, who gives a shit? I mean, um, who cares at all, as long as people come. And it's going to be super fun. How are you feeling about the prospect? What's the longest set you've done before this? Like, what, probably eight minutes? Half an hour. <laughs> I'm just jeeing you up, mate. Um, but, oh, my God, an eight-minute set's going to feel good after this. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to you freaking out in the way that I'm usually freaking out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find out who's who when it's your night and, and your people coming to see you. <laughs> And Billy Darcy's doing six minutes. I think, hey, anyone want to get a few beers before the show? I'm feeling pretty fucking loose, dude. I'm also, I'm always very sensitive of your moods. You act like I'm just running a mark. Oh, my God. I'm Sometimes sitting- you don't even turn up until after you're supposed to be on stage. That's never happened. There has been shows where you've opened for me where I think you've done a seven-minute set and been at the venue for a total of eight. <laughs> I'm like, you need to be here. Like, starts at seven. You roll in at 6.59. Do your set and then immediately leave to smoke weed. I'd like to think that in the last year that has refreshed. I've held your little hand backstage. I've been like, would you like a water, Billy? Here we go. Let's get hydrated. 
you wig out about the color of your shirt. And I say, that's a bit embarrassing. You probably shouldn't go on about that too much. You know, like in the last year. There's been a couple of shirts that did get the better of me <laughs> big time. Rowan, how would you feel about changing shirts? I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I could change shirts with you. I don't mind. But I'm just like, think about it for a second. Dude, yeah. Rowan comes into the green rooms in like Wollongong. I'm like, give me your shirt. I'm like, this is the worst shirt I've ever seen. Everyone's going to hate me. I hate me. Um, Man, I would love it if I'm just completely cool, calm and collected. Um, but I know that won't be. I mean, if you are, mate, I'll be freaking out even more <laughs> because w- what's wrong? Just talent. Wow. Just oozing talent, mate. Mate, well, I wish you the best. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be, uh, well, I'll be there. Live in La Vida Loca. Billy will be incredibly keen to get onto the Vic of the Park afterwards. If anyone comes to the Saturday show, the session at Vic on the Park afterwards is going to be absolutely face-melting stuff. Such a good pub as well. It's one of the best pubs around. Yeah, I just... It's so nice to book a venue so close to the best pub. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. I love the Vic on the Park so much and the fact that you can just do comedy and then walk there. And then just basically do whatever you want in the venue. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. I, I don't think I've even made eye contact with a security guard in that venue. Yeah, they they just stand at the front door. They're like old school security. They're just dormant. Mm, like, mm. they do not patrol... They do not, uh, they're not proactive in any way, shape or form. They're not looking for anything. And just- I mean, don't get me wrong. If you like accidentally trip over and spill drugs onto the security guard, <laughs> he might notice. If you do fight the security guard, he will be a little bit angry. That'll be your first warning. Yeah, first <laughs> warning. Um, but mate, your show is called uh, Top of the Food Chain. Top of the Food Chain. That's who I am. Mate, it's an arrogant title from an arrogant man. <laughs> There's everyone else. And then there's just, unfortunately, there's me. So, is it true that for your show description, which I read, it's very sweet. It says, Sydney cutie and, and stonemason beta male is doing his show. It was a very nice little intro. I'm not doing it justice. Is it true that your actual show description that you sent into the festival- It was incredibly vulgar, Billy. Well, and then it was vulgar, a few sentences of just some of the bluest threats you've ever heard, <laughs> followed by five comedians you actively dislike and, and wanted taken down from the festival. And they said, this this isn't a show description. Yeah. This is a list of your enemies. I should have typed out my anti-Charlie Pickering bit and just put it in the bio. <laughs> that would be so funny, dude. Mate, that'll be making an entrance. Mate, so many great bits. I tell you what, there's a lot of comedians in the upper third of this industry in Australia who have no idea that a man who's hated them for seven years is coming. And like some guy is going to meet you at the artist bar next year and be like, oh, Rowan Arneal, I've heard a bit about you. Not knowing that you have have despised them for almost a decade. (laughs) That's going to be some... What a beautiful little meeting that will be. I'm just being like, yeah, I've talked shit on you about to like, I don't know, just anyone that would let me. Bus drivers. My (laughs) mum. Just being like, yeah, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, mate, it's very exciting. Do you have any um, insecurities about doing the hour at all? I mean, it must be a real privilege to have gone around with with yours truly, Billy Darcy. Oh, it's such a privilege, mate. Mate, what are some of the intricacies you've picked up from me, mate? Because, uh, I mean, I am so multifaceted up there. Um. Yeah, well, I guess before, during performance, after performance... It's good to smoke a cigarette outside and just kind of really just let it, let it all wash over you. I've noticed that with Billy. Just 
Mate, the amount of fucking punchlines in this fucking thing. Oh, God, I'm a goddamn bastard up there. And I go, yeah, you are a bastard up there, mate. Yeah, it was, it was a good show, mate. And he's like, oh, they're just in the fucking, in my palm, mate. In oh my, my fucking palm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, so so you should be feeling like a literal god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, mate, a good yardstick for me is that um, after my shows, I can only be around you because I don't want anyone else. I don't want anyone else to have my psychosis vomited onto them. Okay? So I like to have a 20-minute cool-down period with Rowan where I pace up and down and and say, I'm going to book Kudos Bank Arena now for next year. I just want to get in early. And also, it's also good to kind of- Learn the name of your tech and then later just absolutely call them a dumb cunt to me. Oh. <laughs> like, did you see what that fucking idiot did with the lights? And you're like, yeah. I wasn't paying as much attention up there, I guess. It wasn't as big a deal to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> During but- my seven minutes, I didn't really quite get the, the lay of the land in there. Yeah. Yeah. Something will happen on stage and then you'll be like in, in the hour and then I'll come off and you'll be like, how was the show? I'll be like, how was the show? The back left right flashed twice <laughs> during my bushfire bit. How the fuck do you think the fucking show was going? Yeah. I'm like, I think fuck I- this cow. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this cow. Yeah, after the show's asking Rowan about intimate details of what happened in the show and me kind of pretending that I was in the room at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did you see when this guy interrupted this bit and I had to repeat this tag later on? Rowan's like I'm not even in the city anymore. I'm, I'm on the train back to Sydney. I don't know what I don't know what happened to the show. I'm like, I don't know. It seemed like you were going real well in there. He's like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I was, but that moment, <laughs> no, a little bit. Um, it is. It is a. It's just a fucking memory game, bro. As well, like I've done nothing oh but damage God. to my memory, and then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, well, better fucking redo the last ten years, brother. Um, yeah, trying to remember, like, all the jokes. Yeah, it's like, I went to a Bucks night within three months, mate. How the fuck am I supposed to Dude, it's <laughs> crazy trying to remember an hour all. of jokes. Yeah. Oh, mate, little cheat sheet on the stool. Yeah, little cheat sheet, mate. Love a cheat sheet. Yeah. As long che- as you sort of know where you're going. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I just try to remember the first 20 minutes, and after that, fuck it, you know? I'll have so much momentum in the room that I'll be able to just whatever. Exactly. See, this is a little sneak peek for the listener. Of Billy Darcy poster show. Yeah. So, my comedy is extremely ego-driven. <laughs> okay. Mine too. <laughs> I thought that's why. Isn't that what we're all trying to do it for? <laughs> to quiet the voices. <laughs> but, mate, yeah, honestly, um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, mate. I'm, mate. I'm a lot better at comedy than I am at um, being a stonemason. And I do that a fair bit. So, um. Let's even out the numbers a little bit. It's all about balance, brother. Let's even out the ABN numbers a little bit. Yeah. Is, is it under the same ABN? <laughs> um, no, no, different ABN. Because one of the ABNs I pay tax on and the other one, they cancel my ABN and then I get a new one. They cancel my ABN this year. Oh, uh, yeah. They, my- they try to do that to me all the time. <laughs> I call them up. I say, well, just one second, lads. I might not be paying tax on this thing just yet, but don't worry. We're working. We are working towards getting you that money. I just sent two invoices, so don't make me send those again with a new ABN that it takes half an hour to get. Anyway, what happens if you cancel an ABN? Is that just wiped? Well, I'm hoping it's just wiped. 
Okay. Wait, call in. <laughs> because if you can just wipe an ABN, this could be a real fucking big old win for Billy well, Dean. <laughs> 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 this could be fucking huge. Holiday extended. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the uh, upon recent uh, revelations here on the podcast, we will now be resuming normal programming at the start of 2024. I will not be returning from Central America. Oh, no. dude. But, mate, speaking of uh, just, I'm not sure, but segues on here, we got to talk. I advertised it last week, and then we didn't end up getting to it. Oh, you have been sick as a dog, mate. Oh, yeah, I was so ill. I've never, honestly, this guy, you take illnesses, headshots only. It's crazy, yeah. Like, have you ever just had a cold for like a couple of days and just worked through it? Or do you just get maimed for like five business days? (laughs) According to my fucking. My workplace. I'm I'm in I'm in deficit of sick days like fifty hours, <laughs> so I guess I get fucking maimed, dude. Yeah, you couldn't even get out of bed for like three days last week. Yeah, yeah, I yeah I get ill, bro. I get. And you're like you're like a ghost when I came home. I was like, how's it going, buddy? You're like, <laughs> I walked downstairs for a glass of water before. Now I'm recharging. I'm like, oh my god. Well, the thing about being sick is that a lot of it is a mental game. And is it fair to say- So weak mentally. Yes. You give up. I give up. Would you describe yourself as a quitter? Oh, I think, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would. Just from what I've seen. (laughs) Mate, this guy, you want to talk about- um, You want to talk about fighting the illness. Also, on the same subject, I think I was supposed to do this hour last year. What what happened last year? You just got sick or- Um, Mate, life got away from me. Life gets away from you. Life gets away from me. Mate, to be honest, the biggest obstacle to Rowan doing an hour of stand-up comedy, to most comedians, the biggest obstacle is getting good at stand-up and acquiring an hour of good material that you feel comfortable charging money to. And it's going to be a great show. Rowan's biggest obstacle is filling out the registration form. Well, I came unstuck there a few times. And you missed the registration period for this festival. <laughs> and then I was at TAFE just writing, and they asked for so much. And I'm just like, oh, God, fucking hell. And you're like, it's and like five like- questions. It's like, what is your show title? Like, what days do you want to do it? What is your show description? We need. Well, also, what helped? I think this is why I got it off the ground this year, is because I had a computer. I now have a computer. Yeah. So, via- Because I had a laptop um, that- it's still here. It's here somewhere, but it, it could have been flood damage. It could have been misused, but it's gone. Um, it's it doesn't work. But um, when you're doing this shit on your phone, and they're like, "That's that photo is that image is the wrong size," and it's like all the images on my phone seem like the same size. Dude, honestly, give me a fucking break. There has been years where I've sent them images that are the wrong size, and they've gone. This is going to look kind of warped, and and it's just like maybe I look kind of warped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, mate, you sign up to your first comedy festival. It's like sweet. So, um, you have a digital media degree, right? Yeah. So what? I hate this stuff. Like, I'm looking at a Canva tutorial on YouTube. I is went, this the dream? I went and got headshots done because mine are so bad. Didn't manage to get them back in time. Um to have them on the website right now. There's just my bad headshots there. That happens. What are you going to do? The jokes are there. That's the thing. The jokes are there. The jokes are there. Hopefully you eventually get like a cult following like Raffi or someone where you don't even have to have a real photo. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? You're going to need a cult following, mate. Mate, I got a pretty good show poster idea. So hopefully that can um, 
I can get that out before the show. Well, this is the first time hearing about it. So, mate, so <laughs> the tickets are on sale now, right, for your show. Yeah, yeah. So, we need to mobilize ourselves towards making that poster. Well, I've got I've got the headshots now. Yep. And now I need to hit up my little graphic design friend. And then, bingo, bongo, I need to make some more money. Um. Oh, and is this coming out past I've been in Newcastle? Yes. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get to promote Newcastle, and I'm sorry if the, the numbers were low, but those that <laughs> came, what a night. What a <laughs> fucking night. Okay, I've got flyers. Let I hope I can get printed out before I hit Newcastle on Friday. Maybe the flyering will help. Some people have hit me up telling me that they've bought tickets, so thank you for those that come, that have came already. What a show. What a fucking show. And to think it got, mate. The way I derailed myself at about 14 minutes and just kind of picked on someone mercilessly until everyone turned on me, that's art. And only good art happens in Newcastle, the second oldest city in Australia. The Steel City, baby. The Steel City. Thank you so much. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful stuff, mate. It's great to see you uh, blossoming like this. It's exciting. I'm a bureaucratic wizard. Mate. As the keys go. The keys go. Mate, knowing your luck, you'll just get picked up by a management company and there'll be some guy... Who's like, anyway, so I'll just do all of this for you. And you'll just be like, thank God. (laughs) Well, either that or a girlfriend that's pretty good on the keys. Yeah. Doesn't have to micro-dose shrooms to use the computer for two hours. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I tell you what, if you're a comedian out there and you fall in love with a graphic design chick. Oh, my God. Lock it down. (laughs) Lock it down. Lock it down. (laughs) Dude. Mate, speaking of um, stand-up comedy and the arts. Our boy Shooter. Oh. Back in the pen. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mate, I'll tell you this. Last week, I texted you saying Shooter Williamson is having another graphic breakup. Mm. Let's get into it. Mm. Now, here's the thing. When we talk about Shooter, it's it's not negative. It's not toxic. Because we are coming from a place of sending his videos around to each other when we're in year 10. <laughs> okay? It's a place of love. We love the loosest Aussie bloke. Mate, honestly, thank God you were sick last week because he kind of kept going Mm. down. And I think if we were ripping on Shooter a bit, Mm. it could have maybe been a poor look because he appeared to be spiraling quite publicly. Well, I think that's what possibly could have thrown the flu on me. A lot of things are stress. Yeah. And I was stressed. You were stressed for your boy. Well, I was hoping that he stopped fucking throwing things at women, really. <laughs> yeah. I, and I got to say, I, I, I remember when the peaches... So, we're obviously talking about the loosest Aussie bloke, Shooter Williamson. I remember um, when he had the breakup with Peaches, PRB, and she was like, this guy's crazy, and he was like, this girl's crazy. And I was like, man, they're both crazy. <laughs> and, and, I, and I thought, oh, just two crazy kids. Two lovebirds, mate. Love two lovebirds just wanted to fuck and have a good time. Mm. Train came off the tracks. These things happen. I feel like maybe if I went back now with the information I have now, I might be a little closer to Peach's side of the fence mm. because this is like the third girl now. And identical stories every time. Mate, we're starting to get a bit of a build-up. <laughs> a bit of a pattern. And let me say, I've I've had a few um unhealthy habits in my life. And I'm Hey, we've all got demons. But um thank fucking God none of them are hacking into my girlfriend's phone and sending me sending myself forty thousand dollars to lose on the punt. Okay, so here's the thing, dude. 
I didn't actually see this video that he put up because it got taken down. Well, then I watched so, all so, of hers. So give me a bit of a cliff notes here, mate. So he was calling so, her. Who, a, who who is it? Who is the chick? I guess we don't need to bloody I name and shame. Um, some kind of OnlyFans girl. I yeah, don't know. I've seen her. Um, I like I've seen her on TikTok. I know who. She, yeah. I know what she looks like. But I guess yeah, whatever. Um. So yeah, she's she was in her. Well, he said that she's she he's got an AVI out on her and she's being a psycho and all this stuff. So she's been a psycho to him. Mm-hmm. And they, they've been together for a couple of years doing the TikToks together. Yeah, yeah. And going pretty well from what I can see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he's uploading screenshots of her, their text messages where I don't know what some people just upload screenshots that they themselves don't look good in. Yeah, so I he, think sometimes it's because I saw a couple of the screenshots. I think sometimes it's sort of take a punch to throw a punch. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't look great in this, but what about this chick? <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure you're just threatening to kill yourself. Yeah. And then she m- made a bunch of videos being like, yeah, I pay for all of this shit. He stole heaps of money from me. Then he was going psycho. He's just fucked up all the time. Um, and then he was being like, she, I, um, I called it on her because she was- um, her child arrived, her daughter arrived at the same time her Coke dealer did. And I was like, well, I don't know. that." <laughs> I think that's what I checked out because I thought in my mind, Shooter and his woman were in this like, you know, TikTok castle in Adelaide mm. doing stimulants, you know, oh, I half think- naked filming videos. Great times. Yeah. The OnlyFans are popping, th- you know. It's so Gold Coast. Uh, is it? Are they on the Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, but honestly- like, it's kind of like the trap house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, the, like all the TikToks they were making, if you think there was a child in the house, you're like, oh, okay, this is it, like, the funniest story I've ever heard. Kind of fucks the tone, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also the this secretly stealing money to lose on the punt um, is one of the most obnoxious things to possibly do in the world. Man. So they're broken up now. They're broken up, and um, I think he's releasing pretty um self-indulgent music now. Made some of the creative choices on the songs. <laughs> there was one of his songs that it was like a tribute to Russia, Ukraine, and it's him f- face up on a kitchen bench strumming on a guitar, on a guitar, oh, singing away. Fuck. I think it still probably did better than your stand-up clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely, but um. Having, having an enormous meltdown before releasing an album, it does get some eyes. Is he releasing an album? Well, that's what one of the posts said. You're kidding. But that's just Coke talk, mate. Yeah. Um, he's going to run out of Coke eventually. And then who knows what's what's on the play. Maybe a little, a little rehab, a little bit of a rehab tour. I could see it for him because he was on news.com.au. Wow. Which w- would have been... Uh, you know, I don't care how hard you're spiraling, dude. You get on news.com, data, you are a bit of you thinking, fuck, dude, I'm kind of popping right now. <laughs> dude, like, you get on news.com, data, you like, front page, it was like downward spiral of Australian comedian. And and to be fair, I saw a shooter did a video about it, and he was like, the photo of him, like, looking fucked up, he was like, this is fucked. Like, I was, I, this was from Halloween, I had eyeliner on. It makes him look like an absolute degenerate. Um, but, mate, honestly, if I was shooter, I'd be thinking, you got two options, babe. Rehab. Or tour. Mm. Because honestly, I think rehab is going to be great for you, obviously. Mm. 
you're kind of in the public eye right now, yeah? And and you got a lot of cunts out there who are ride or die motherfuckers. Yeah, there's a lot of people that quite unfairly um, think that women are making shit up. So you might want to cash in on that there's, a little bit. I tell you what, I wasn't the first guy to say change your code. <laughs> yeah. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to leave that in as one egregious example of bloke there is out there, okay? <laughs> and if anyone has a spare ticket to shoot his next tour... Maybe maybe the next tour could just be all the women he's wronged glassing him because people love to glass him at his shows. Dude, in the article, they did like like his <laughs> um, the incidents at his show and between like 2020 and 2022, he got glassed like three times. <laughs> it made, it, dude, honestly, he seems like pretty hard. Yeah, well, the brain damage could be the fans' fault. This could be their fault. Yeah. I mean, what comes first, a Shooter Williamson fan or a bloke glassing Shooter? Fuck. Do you know what I mean? Because because yeah. the bloke who's glassing him would have first seen Shooter's videos when he was 14. Mm. So, like, do you know what I mean? Is mm. he glassing him because of the videos? Um, or is Shooter getting glassed because because of the videos? Well, Do you know what I mean? Who's really responsible? Well, I think Facebook's a little bit responsible. Mate, if anyone... Most of the people that are, like, Facebook fans, like, who have a big following on Facebook, you watch videos from their gigs... And it's like, they're like, it's like in a fucking pig farm. It's just like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> there are guys just being like, oh, I'm Soxo, oh, I'm Soxo. And they're like, stop interrupting the show. And he's like, they like it. They like, like, it's like the most fucking degenerate shit I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um, yeah, especially at shooter shows, like, I think like blokes kind of rocking up, hoping he gets glassed a bit. A little bit. If you left a shooter show, it'd be like, how was it? Oh, he was really funny. A lot of jokes. Um, He got the guitar at one point. Yeah, cool. Was he assaulted? No, 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 no. It's like, fucking hell. What's the point of even going to Toowoomba? You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Just to call 700 people or maggot cunt at the same time, hoping that they glass you. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much fucking cocaine it takes shooter to bloody rev up before a show. <laughs> it honestly must be a fair bit. I think he's eating into those profits pretty fucking hardcore. He's, he, what, there was a point in time where he's probably maybe, I'm just making this up, probably the biggest comedian in Australia at one point, outside of Carl Barron. Oh. Peak shooter. Dude, one of the, one of the lads used oh, to yeah, tour with he, him. He plays so me, regionally as well. Dude, he, he was touring in England at one point. Yeah, true. He did like four Leicester Square Theatres. Wow. <laughs> dude, I'm serious. So, let that be a lesson. Fuck, you, you want to know how to make a little bit of money in stand-up comedy. Do not focus on stand-up comedy. I mean, get as far away from the actual stand-up as you can. Do it three times a year and then book an enormous fucking tour. And then call everyone that pays $75 a raging cunt. Yeah. Sell mad merch. And sell crazy merch. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, we wish Shooter the best. I think that was the underlying vibe there. Yeah, yeah. And and um, let's let's hope that Shooter gets his act together before he involves another another incredibly hot woman in his life. Yeah, well... Yeah, he's got track for this now, so it's like, come on, mate. Well, if, I don't know, most of the guys that do this sort of stuff, they only do it for about 50 to 60 years consistently. So, (laughs) (laughs) what do you think, what's the overs-unders on when he has a new girl inbound? Because I feel like the Peaches thing, I, I don't know, I wasn't really following that closely. But from what I saw, I was like, dude, this is like not chill at all. Bro, DZ guys get women. So quickly, what is what is with that, dude? I it's mate, Mark. 
my mate comes out of it's just like DV, 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 DV in court, working in court. And every time they've got a new girlfriend and he's like, you don't even have a job. Like you have nothing going for you except like a crazy rap sheet of domestic violence. But there's always a new lady. I mean, I don't know. They're they're just lover boys, mate. They're just full on fucking lover boys. Yeah. Just feeling too much. Feeling and acting a little bit too much. Feeling fucking everything. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, well. Yeah. Yep. Well, Commonwealth Games. That's cancelled. (laughs) Something that is a little bit less dark than Shooter. I'm looking at fucking, we don't really have much else going here. (laughs) Fuck me. Can Shooter do something a bit more lighthearted next year? (laughs) If Australian men could start acting up in funnier ways, yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. I didn't really know all the details of that, unfortunately. (laughs) So I probably shouldn't have really carved out the whole podcast for it. Ron was like, what are we going to talk about? I go, mate, who gives a fuck? Shooter's back in the news. <laughs> it actually it seems like a really unfortunate situation. You're about to go. Any any things to tick up? You got a little list for this traveling? You're going to do a bit of traveling? Yeah, I'm going to do a bit of bloody traveling, mate. I'm going to uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, and Guatemala. And that's a good thing about when you're going to, you've got a little holiday booked because you've managed to stay super healthy, off the beers, really good lifestyle decisions coming up to a three and a half week holiday. In Central America. So now you can just let it all out. Finally, Billy Darcy can let his hair down. Okay. Which is fun. Your tone has been noted. (laughs) Yeah, the weekend got away from me a bit, unfortunately. I would have been sweet. I had a massive night out Friday, but then I opened for Rory Saturday. Mm. And it was a fucking enormous night Saturday. Mm. Yeah, these things just seem to come your way, you know. In an organic way that's impossible to get away from. Well, it's not for me to question the universe, mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it should be sweet. I'm, mate, I'm going to hold me to this. I think it's going to be a lot more manageable because just me and Mac are on this trip. Yeah. Last trip, four blokes in a car. We got on the yeah. piss like just relentlessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was way too much. This might be a little bit more reading by the beach. I mean, I'm not taking a book, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying my sight's too high, but I'm just saying that. If I need to take a break, I'll just mm. be telling Michael, yeah. Michael, I've had enough. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm going to put my hand up like that. I'm going to say, stop. <laughs> well, I think I've had enough. I think Michael might be pulling out this card a little bit earlier than you. I don't know, mate. You'll be surprised, mate, because Macca is absolutely relentless on the road. Yeah, true. Whereas he's better. Macca is way better than me Monday to Thursday. Mm. So he's got that nailed. Mm. He can shut it down Monday to Thursday as far as his vices. Mm. And he's got his painting and, you know, yeah. he's cool, cool guy. Um, whereas on the road, he's, yeah, he's he can really... He's, he's got an endless gas tank for this sort of thing as well. Fuck. Yeah, I... Oh, it's crazy how much of a... I, um... How much of, like, of a just alcohol, like, tolerance you have when you're on these sorts of holidays. Yeah, like, it gets even- to the point where you don't get hung over anymore. Yeah, I I decided to just not drink one night, like, into a big Europe trip. And I just ended up staying up till, like, four in the morning, being like, why can't I sleep? Yeah. Because like, yeah, you drank six pint cans a day. I know. Well, that's the po- the problem, like, in America. And I was smo- I smoked weed. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> well, in America, we became, like, nocturnal. 
Mm, it happens quickly. Like all of a sudden it was like, dude, there were morning. There was a lot of mornings where I woke up at 12.30 and was like, oh, fuck yeah, I can sleep in. <laughs> it's 12.30. We're supposed to be out there seeing stuff. <laughs> we would get up at like 1, 1.30, go and see like one thing mm. and then come back and just get on the piss. Mm. So cheap. In America. Well, you can drink very cheap in America. Yeah there, yeah, there was parts of America that was cheap. But yeah, this Central America trip, I'm looking forward to- um, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to just chill it out a bit. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, um, I've got a night in LA either side of the trip. Mm. So first and last night of the trip at LA, and that's just me blazing away, watching stand-up comedy, mm. getting in and out burger, and then going directly home. Nice. Dude, I'll say this, right? I I am a confident person. Okay. I am a cool person, I think. <laughs> I am interesting. Yeah, keep, keep it coming. I am tall. Tall, you are tall. I have a fantastic haircut. You do. I honestly do think you could take me into LA nightclubs every day for the rest of my life and I would never pick up. <laughs> I think the same could be said for me as well. Yeah, so like, honestly, dude, LA, it's just... There's no point. I'm not going to these night like yeah, the you, cool stuff that happened pull, at these nightclubs. You pull out your Australian card and it just disappears in your hand. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? They don't give a fuck. I'm like, get I love how you're going. She's like, I can't hear you. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, me and the boys ran so poorly in LA last year. Like it's just like the hottest people. Like, mate, this like hot Brazilian guy was just bashing a glass in a Macca's head. Cause we were like dancing <laughs> on the booths. Like we were like dancing on the booths and people like pay like 10 grand to be in them. It's like so embarrassing. Look, no offense, but I don't think status is real. <laughs> Dude, I'm just swigging this guy's vodka. He's like, that's $8,000 a bottle. I'm like, in what world? Yeah, yeah. Just because you've assigned that value to this fucking Grey Goose, I'm no comprende, okay? Mm. Just because you're a dumb cunt doesn't yeah. mean that this Dude, is worth this is grand. $65 at Liquorland. I just mm. took a, a $4 sip. Mm. Don't come over here saying, oh, w- w- fucking, we're going to need 300 bucks or whatever. Yeah, it's also, it's like a $17 for a bottle of vodka there. Mate, honestly, too much carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, looking looking forward to it. Also, mate, I'll say this: it, it is the beginning of the end of me carrying on like this. Yeah, I'm close to the end of this thing than the start. And I left the America trip, mate. I think it worked out like we did like 25 out of 27 nights on the piss when I was there. <laughs> okay, dude, we had the famous Austin night off. Um, we were out till 4:30. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I left America going, fuck yeah. That was some of the best times of my life. But yeah, it, it was kind of like, man, how many of those do I have left in me? Mm, mm. It, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So looking forward to it. Going to hopefully just chill out a little bit here and there. Hopefully get my hands on some weed at some point. Oh. And if, mate, if, I, if I could find a bit of weed while also avoiding stimulants, mm. that would be ideal. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible for sure. And I've, I'm not like, you know, I can avoid stimulants. I don't seek them out, mm. but they often seek me out. Mm. So when I was in um Mexico, <laughs> I went to Mexico and El Salvador after I was in America and I was fucking, America had chewed me out. Like I was just fucking so burnt out. And she, and then it's like, people would be like, oh, how was Mexico? And I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. My Mexico is a bit different to, I think, how a lot of people do in Mexico. <laughs> um, how did you I, do Mexico? Um, I sat in a hammock and fatly sweated <laughs> and smoked cigarettes and was hell depressive. <laughs> nice. People were like, do you want to go out? And I'm like, mm, I might just chill in my hammock and um, drink this tall boy and just kind of smoke more cigarettes, I think. I might just um, chuck, chuck, the, chuck the headphones back in. 
See, honestly, mate, I applaud you though mm. for for shutting it down like that. And we're going to like some more beachier places. Like we're going to Porto Escondido for like four nights. Mm. I'd love to see two of those nights. Me just shut it down, hammock stuff. Well, yeah, I I only hammocked in Porto Escondido. I just, yeah, I just hammocked out so hard, Dude. and then I'd try and go for a surf, but the water's so hot there, and I'd gained so much weight in America, <laughs> and I just would go for a surf, and the locals there are like fucking hella territorial, and I would just sweat in the water and get dehydrated and barely catch any waves, and then come back in and run to the hostel, and then get money and run and go buy a big Gatorade and be like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like Mexico, <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> like. The humidity plus fatness plus a bit of a depressive streak in my life. Not a no comprehende, no good, no good. Yeah, see, I get too um like panicky on holidays. Like mm. every moment, I'm like, "You're on holiday, man. Live, look, come on, live right now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking like you know." I get way too into it, and like especially yeah, because like I'm very much like. Come on, man. It's your 20s. Yeah, it's yeah. It's your fucking 20s, dude. Like, <laughs> That's the thing, Billy Darcy. You've never really drunk beer before. It's time to get to it. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to... We'll see how we go. But, yeah, like looking looking forward to that. Because oh. the problem is I've never been on a holiday with a girlfriend. I've only been on like lats, mm. lats, lat, Like mm. I've never... I don't even know what that would look like. Yeah, I have been on a few girlfriend holidays. But the longest girlfriend holiday I went on... The lads came with. Oh, really? So it was like a crew of seven lads and yeah. two ladies for a period of it, at least. Yeah. See, it's just it's too much. Mm. That's why I think it's going to be good that it's just me and Maka for this one. Yeah. Because because here's the thing: if like if he is like, mate, we should maybe go out tonight. I'm like, mate, honestly, I'm not feeling it. Mm. Then we can deal with that. But if I'm like, honestly, I'm not feeling it, and like three of the boys are like, we're feeling it. Mm. Like, yeah, you're about matching the vibe. It is, it is. Well, here's the thing, mate. I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. I have a very visceral need to be liked. <laughs> At all times. And, and, and also, you think, oh, Mac is your best friend. Like, I'm saying people I've just met to people I've known forever. Yeah, yeah. Just want you to be on board with Billy D. Mm. That's what this podcast really is. It's called Get Around Me. <laughs> this isn't a podcast. It's a fucking plea. <laughs> you know? Won't 1,700 people get around me, please? You... Um, but yeah, that's hilarious. Mate, I've probably done enough podcasting, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, plug these shows, baby. Um, thank you to ticket everyone. link in your Instagram bio. Oh, Get it in there. Ticket link in Instagram bio. The post. Rowan dot Arneal. Mate, a lot of a lot of fun gear on, in this show that you really can't get away with in the first seven minutes of a comedy show if you've seen me and Billy's shows. That is um, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Rowan stuff is not really suited to opening. No, no. There's about 12 minutes of it that is, and then the rest of it, it's like, you got to like me, mate. Yeah. you you, you got to be on board. You're going to hear a lot of stuff after the 20-minute mark that you simply wouldn't be able to hear otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, that'll be exciting. See, that's the thing. You cannot- open a Billy Darcy show with a bit about how you saw eight Indian dudes on quad bikes and that's hilarious. Well, here's the thing. You could do that. But Billy would be very angry. I would be furious. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, it's going to be a sad, sad house. There's not going to be any podcasts happening in this house. I know. The identity of the house is gone. Hang on. Do you think think the very house will manage to continue to stand without two of the occupants spraying their opinions (laughs) into the world without anyone asking for it? Mate, honestly, I'll probably just come in here with Marky and just kind of talk shit with the microphones off. Just be like, mate, 
Tommy Little's a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I'm looking forward to actually getting out of the house because it's good. I feel like the house is going so well so far. Mm. I don't know if you guys have been talking shit about me behind my back or no, something. No, I think it's been all love and unison in this house. Honestly, we are living La Vida Loca here in this beautiful pad. Mm. So, I think, sweet. Everything's going great. Let me just fuck off for four weeks. Mm. You can't hate someone who's not there. Exactly. Just as the honeymoon period's ending, <laughs> I'm out. Little billy break? Little billy yeah. break? I come back. You guys are all frazzled. You've just been like, it's been fisticuffs for weeks. And I'm like, Way. Without broadcasting happening in the house, it, everything went to shit, mate. Everything went to shit. Beautiful. All right. All right. Ladies, doggy. Way too long. Way too long. Yeah. And I can see the ground now. I'm way too